you know, there's a strange phenomenon going on at TikTok. You know, maybe you've seen it, maybe not. I don't know. But they're fucking live streams, dude. Now, it's not it's not weird for a social media app to have live streaming capabilities, right? Like, literally everyone has that now, you know? Like, you, you got Instagram Lives, you got YouTube, you can do live streaming, you got Facebook Live. I don't even, I don't know if Snapchat has live now. I don't know. Um, then you got, like, Twitch, which is, like, their whole thing is live streaming. Like, that's the whole thing. So, like, live streaming isn't, like, the weird part, Okay. But it's like what the live streams are, at least the ones that TikTok thinks I want to watch, you know, like I've been using TikTok for a while now, right? Trying to get the algorithm to uh, show me videos that I'm like interested in, but it's, it's still like, it's very much like Instagram's algorithm, right? Like if you go on the discover page on Instagram and you got a bunch of like funny videos, right? Uh, like I'm really into like those low quality, like six second meme videos you know what i'm saying like just like the really funny short shit boom it's funny right and so like usually that's what my discover page is but then like there'll be like a video of a cat and you know i'm a cat dude i like cats and so i'm like oh you know cute little kitty so i I click the video you know i watch the video i'm like that's kind of cute don't like it don't do anything exit out of it that was a cute video of a cat right next time i refresh the page boom cats that's it that's all they want to show me and i'm like okay what happened to the months I've literally been watching nothing but these short videos that you're recommending me. And then one day I, I just watch a video of a cat and then you're like, that's it. He doesn't like these funny videos anymore, clearly, because he clicked on the cat video. Even though for like the next 30 minutes I'm on the Discover page after I watch that video of the cat, I'm watching all the other videos you suggested. But no, cats, that's all he wants to see. And so that's kind of like what the TikTok algorithm is a little bit, you know, like, I was getting some like random videos and some of them were funny. And so like, I'm liking them. And then like, there'll be a video like, once again, it's like the fucking cats, dude. I don't know what it is. I, I guess cats are like my weakness, I guess. Cause there'll be like a video, like a funny video of a cat doing something funny. And I like the video, just like I'm liking all the other funny videos. And then like the next few minutes, they're like, oh, you know, uh, w- what's my cat smelling? Like I keep getting like these videos of like this, I guess like this series that this guy is doing of like his cat smelling shit. And I'm like, I really don't care what your cat is smelling. I forget what the cat's name is, but it reminds what's smelling. It rhymes with smelling. I don't know what it is. Like melon? What's smelling smelling or something like that? I don't know. But the point is, like, they just keep showing me that. And I'm like, dude, I don't like this. (laughs) I'm even, like, clicking not interested on the ones I'm not interested in. And TikTok's like, yeah, no, he's just lying. He actually likes this stuff. (laughs) So, like, they they keep showing me live streams. Okay. And first of all, I don't know why on like my for you page they're showing me live streams. Is like, is that like a normal thing, or is it just really think I want to watch live streams? Because like I'm trying to go in the settings. I'm like, dude, never show me live streams ever again. I don't want to jump on some random person's live. Okay. I I don't even watch like normal people that like I I know if they go on live, like chances are I'm not gonna watch their lives. You know, because like that's that's a commitment a little bit. You know, because like. If you're not there watching it, you're missing something. And so I'd rather just miss the whole thing. <laughs> but yeah, like, and so I definitely don't want to watch random people's lives. Like, I have to, like, really, really fuck with you in order to, like, watch your live and, and stuff like that. On, like, social medias. Like, Twitch. Like, if it's, like, a game or something like that, like, yeah, I'll hop in. But... You know, also Twitch records them. So, like, if I do want to go back for whatever reason, I'll just hop back on and watch the recording of it, you know, because then, like, I don't have to feel like I have to commit to sitting there and watch the whole thing until it ends. I could just pause and come back if I want to. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm not really a live stream dude, okay? Like, I, I don't, I hardly use Twitch, okay, in the, in the terms of viewing. I mean, I don't use it in terms of me being the streamer either. So, I don't know why I specified that, but. The point is, like, I'm not a live stream person. Like, I don't, I don't hop in on lives. I, I, I don't, I don't. Okay. <laughs> if I go on live, I want people to hop onto mine, but I'm not gonna hop onto yours. Okay, you know. Come on, we're hypocritical here. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so like they keep showing me these lives, and it's like it's not even interesting stuff. Okay, it's just like showing me like the stupidest stuff. Where like I'm, I'm watching this, and I'm like, 
Like usually I just skip because like it'll say like tap to hop into live and I usually just like skip immediately. I'm like, I don't care. But like every once in a while, like I'll stop. I'm like, okay, what exactly is going on here? Why does TikTok think I want to watch this? And usually the live streams have nothing to do with any of the other videos that I'm watching or liking. You know what I mean? And so it's like, why do you, why do you think I'm interested in this? Like I keep getting this one of like this chick, I guess she's like a gamer or something like that. And you know, she's one of those e-girls, right? And it's a live stream of like just her face. She's playing something, but I guess we don't want to see what she's playing. Like we, we, we don't care because I guess she's the main attraction because she's not showing what game she's playing, but she's playing something. And there's just a caption under her that says like, oh, oh, if you make me talk, I'll DM you my number. And I'm like, what? What kind of live stream is this? If you make me talk, I'll DM you my number. <laughs> What? Who who would watch that? I, I just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I I don't understand. Cause like you, I, I hopped in one time because I'm like, what is what is what exactly is going on? Like maybe if I hop in the live, maybe it'll give me a little bit more information. But no, it's just a bunch of like you know horny dudes in the comments trying to like be like, hey, look at me, look at me, look, 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 come on, say something, come on, you know you want to talk. Come on, give me your number. And I'm like, what what is what is up with you guys? Really? You guys are you got <laughs> I mean, let's think about this, right? Let's just let's just put this into perspective, okay? She has this whole thing. She has this idea where she's like, "Hey, if you make me talk, I'll DM you, I'll DM you my number," right? Now, here's the thing, okay? That's a good way to get your chat pumping. So that's a good way to get into the algorithm to show the algorithm people are really, really liking this live stream, okay? Because they are they are popping off in the chat like people are so engaged. So they're going to recommend it to more people, okay? So she knows what she's doing. So she can just hop in with the mindset already of just, I'm not going to DM anybody my number because like, why would you do that? Why would you open yourself up to potential harassment from a dude that you know, <laughs> from just a dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, why, why would you do that? So you can, you can go in with the mindset of this is, uh, this is going to get my live stream recommended to more people. And I don't even have to DM anybody my number. Cause I could just not talk and say, you guys didn't say the magic word and you guys didn't make me talk. You, you totally could have, you know, it gives them a false sense of, of hope of just, if I say the right thing, she will DM you, DM me her number. And she's already decided in her mind, I'm not DMing anybody my number. But also, let's let's put this also into perspective. Let's say she does have an intention of possibly giving out her number to, to somebody. Or maybe she thinks, I have to give out my number to somebody to make it look somewhat legit, right? She could just DM you a fake number. How about that? But then also, what if she DMs you her real number? She could just block you. She could just never reply. And it's like, I never said I would text you back. I just said that you would get my number. <laughs> you see, so it's like, it's, it's all just a way to boost up her views to, to, to do that. And I gotta say, hats off to her. She's smart for doing that. It's, it's a good way to get your chat popping, but that's not even the weirdest live streams that TikTok has pushed on me. For some reason, there's a whole community on TikTok, uh, where they live stream themselves sleeping and TikTok's like, yeah, this guy wants to see this stuff. What? What? Like, I'll just like hop in. It's just like someone laying in a bed. I'm like, this is so weird. Like, why? Why does TikTok think I want to watch this? You know? And I'm just thinking, why would anyone want to watch this? But like, I'll hop in, and there's like 700 people watching. 700 people watching some person sleep. Is that not weird? Does, does, does nobody think that there's anything wrong with this? <laughs> like, it's like the weirdest thing ever. And also, why would you want to live stream that? What? You're sleeping. What the fuck? What kind of content is this? And then, like, some of them, they'll have, like, these boards. And, you know, like, in live streams, they have, like, you can send stuff money i i guess like you could send money and, and you know there's like this there's a there's a whole like ecosystem around live streaming right there's like 
things that you can send, like special emojis and like stickers and, and shit, and like you can control stuff. I don't know. Okay. But people who are really into live streams, like they know how all this stuff works. So there'll be like a board sitting on like these TikTok live streams where it'll be like an emoji and it would like equal something, right? And it'll be like something really vague. Like I saw one that said like, oh, the train emoji equals Thomas the train. I'm like, what does that mean? You know? And it just so happened when I hopped in, somebody, I guess, sent the train emoji and then this dude's speakers and he had like this TV screen be up above his head that played like the Thomas the Train theme, but it was like the bass boosted version. And, you know, he's like covering his ears with his pillow and it's like, I guess, some sort of alarm. So I guess the point of these live streams is you're trying to wake up the person streaming. And I'm like, is this entertaining? Is this like, really, is this entertaining for these 700 people watching you sleep? Which, once again, that's just really weird, you know? I don't know about you, but where I came from, watching someone sleep is considered creepy. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's some, that's something that you you shouldn't be doing. You know, it's it's something that's a little weird. Uh well not even a little, it's a lot weird. It's it's very very weird. And um for some reason these 700 people think it it's cool to do that. And not only that, but make it known that they're watching you sleep cuz they're going to send you uh boost-based Thomas the train to wake you up to let you know, by the way, there's 700 of us sitting here watching you sleep. <laughs> And also, like, just on the other end, the viewer's end, okay? What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? What? Oh, you're, you're sitting at your house, I'm assuming, on the couch or something, and you got your phone in your hand, and you're just like, wow, this, this dude's about to roll over. Look look at him. He's laying on his right side. Watch him. He's, he's going to turn to his left. Ooh. Oh, he just rolled over to his left. That was crazy. Did, did you see how graceful that, that turn was? Oh, he just flipped right. Oh, man. Mm. Oh, that's crazy. What? And then you're like, oh, let me send him Thomas to train. Let's wake him up. Let's wake him up, Thomas. Let's go Thomas to train. And then there's like other things that you can do. Like there's like an alarm clock, which I'm assuming plays an annoying alarm clock sound. And there was like some other random emojis in there. And a lot of them are like ones I've never even seen. So I guess these are special emojis for TikTok live or something. And it's just, it's, it's really weird. It got to the point where like, there's like this one person where TikTok kept recommending me this person's live streams. Like I've, I've gotten it like every single day. So it's like this person is live streaming their sleep every night, or maybe they're just sleeping all day. Maybe their whole job is sleep. Hey, what do you do for a living? Oh, I sleep. Oh, okay. How, how do you get paid doing that? Oh, I let people watch me. They have to pay to watch, but I let them watch me. Like th this one that they that TikTok keeps recommending me, which I ended up blocking this person just so I never have to see their sleep live again. They don't have a board. There's there's no way to wake them up. It's literally just them sleeping. You can't do anything. You just sit there and you watch them sleep. <laughs> I never thought that I would say that as like in terms of like content of like something that you can do. Because usually that's in the list of things that you can't do. Like anybody who actually watches these live streams for entertainment, I dare you to go up to any normal person and be like, yo, I was watching this person sleep the other day and just see the reaction. And if they give you this weird look, it, maybe it's something that you shouldn't be doing. Because honestly, I don't think there's any way that you can explain it to somebody. Be like, hey, I was watching someone sleep, but don't worry, it was cool because like we would try to wake them up. And they're like, is that fun? I just <laughs> like usually like the fun part is pulling pranks on someone like like your homeboy, you know, like like your, your homie, you guys are hanging out or something like that. And your homie falls asleep and, and you pull some pranks, right? Like you like you, you pour some like mustard on his forehead or something like that. Or you fill his hand with whipped cream and then you like tickle his nose. So then you slap his face or something like that. The fun is that, right? I don't understand the fun of just simply like watching them, you know? <laughs> Like it's it's so weird and like the the most ironic thing happened where like I was on TikTok I'm swiping through my for you page I get a live stream of somebody sleeping I'm like this is weird so I swipe away and right when I swipe away the next video is this girl talking about um this creepy story where like her boyfriend's mother would like watch her sleep 
And she like put a camera in a room and she's like, look, she's like standing over me watching me sleep. It's so weird. And like everyone in the comments, rightfully so, was like, yeah, that's really weird. Why, why is your, why is your boyfriend's mom doing that? And it's like, yeah, you know, you could have been making money off of that. You could have said, Hey, pay $5 and I'll let you sleep. I'll let you watch me sleep, you know, (laughs) or turn that camera into your phone and just live stream it. And so like, you can be like, Hey, uh, boyfriend's mom. Um, if you want to watch me sleep, you can hop on my live and you could try to wake me up by playing bass boosted Thomas the train. You know, it's, it's really cool. Uh, you have to pay though, because I'm making a business off of this since, uh, you gave me this great idea to, uh, let people pay to watch me sleep. (laughs) I I don't get it. You know, I have have like, I, I don't know if like this is a big thing or not, but it's just something that TikTok is really pushing towards me. The only time I've ever hopped onto a live stream was when this dude claimed to have uh, made an engine purely off of water, right? And he had this weird-ass contraption standing behind that that didn't look like an engine at all. It looked like a big-ass PVC pipe with some wire sticking out of the top. But he claimed that this was a functioning, like, six-cylinder engine, right? And he's like, basically, like, it was a trailer. So he's like, hey, hop onto my live and I'll show you how it works, right? And so I'm like, I'm a little interested. I'm, I'm a car dude. I like engines, you know? My cat's coming over. What's up, bro? He's just chilling. What are you doing? Okay, but anyways, like, yeah, I, I wanted to hop on. I wanted to see what the engine was, right? And so I hop onto the live, and you're just gonna you're just going to lay right there? Okay, that's cool, I guess. So he's like, so I hop on the live and this dude is literally sitting, <laughs> he's sitting in like an executive leather chair, right? And he's got a full on suit and he's sitting like this. I didn't say for very long cause it didn't sound like he was talking about the engine at all, but he was just sitting there like this and, uh, he's like answering some questions and I'm like, the, the engine wasn't in the frame. And so I was like, okay, clearly you're not showing us how it works, but that's cool. So I just left. And, uh, so I don't know if the engine actually works or if he was just making that shit up. Uh, but that was the only time I've ever hopped on a live. And so maybe that's why TikTok was like, Hey, this dude likes watching lives, but I don't understand why you didn't recommend me like car lives, you know, like dudes working on cars or chicks working on cars. I really don't care. People working on cars. (laughs) So like, why didn't you show me that? But no, instead they're like, Oh, okay. So he, he watched this live of this dude who made a hydrogen engine. So let's show him people sleeping because clearly those those relate to each other, right? Hydrogen-powered engine, sleeping. I mean, essentially the same thing, right? I mean, technically we're hydrogen engines, you know? human Humans, we're, we're hydrogen engines. So it relates. It's just a hydrogen engine uh, in rest. What's up, dude? Hey, don't mess with the mic, bro. By the way, black cats are not bad luck, okay? They're actually good luck. <laughs> Okay, bud. I'm I'm trying to do a podcast here. Okay. What are you doing? I'm trying to I'm trying to talk about TikTok. <laughs> yeah, just lay right there. Okay, you're good. You're good. So, anyways, uh, I guess that's kind of it of my rant about TikTok. You know, I just wanted to talk about that because it's it's just it's really weird and it's really bothering me. You know. I'm like trying to block all these sleeping accounts because it's like, why on earth do you think I want to watch people sleep? Like, it's it's so weird. <laughs> who thought that was a good idea? I want to know who the first person was like, you know what? I could live stream myself sleeping. And people will enjoy it, apparently. 700 people were watching. I, I just, I can't believe it. There was like one where like, there was like 1,000 people watching or something like that. Like it was like 1.2K. And I was like, this is literally insane that people are, are watching this stuff. And then, yeah, there's the, like I said, there was the one of the chick that's like, oh, um, like if you make me talk, I'll DM you my number. Like, come on. Also, I couldn't believe dudes were actually hopping in on that. My like, guys, are you really that damn bad? <laughs> But also, like, there's another, like, it's not as weird as watching someone sleep or something like that. But there's also, like, this live stream I just got today of, like, this dude's like, oh, watch me work. It's like a literal business dude. Like, he's in a shirt and tie at a computer doing 
I don't know, maybe he's, maybe he's in the finance or maybe he's an accountant. So he's like typing in numbers and shit. And I'm like, why do I want to watch you work? You know, when I could be watching something entertaining and how is this entertaining? Watching someone work, watching someone just type like, really? It's, I, I don't, <laughs> I'm trying to understand some of the things that people find entertaining you know, it, it, and I just, I don't see the entertainment of watching someone uh, punch numbers in. I, I just, I don't know. Watching someone work. That's a weird one. You know, like at least like watching someone play a game, you know, like those let's player things, like at least there's some sort of entertainment going on, right? You're watching a video game and it, it's kind of like a movie kind of, I don't know, you know, there's, there's some entertainment there, you know, or like, you know, you're, you're, because I guess like YouTubers, you're essentially, you're always watching them work because their job is YouTube. But like usually there's some sort of entertainment behind that, right? Like they're giving commentary on something. As I said, like they're playing a video game or they're uh, like maybe you're Mr. Beast and you're giving away $100,000, you know? And people people really like to watch where big money goes. I mean, I like to watch where big money goes. I don't watch Mr. Beast, but, you know, I, I like watching where big money goes. And so it's like, oh, you know, like I've seen clips, obviously, because he's huge, and there's like, like those, there's like one I I saw where it's like, oh, there's like a million dollars cash or something like that. I don't know, something crazy, some crazy amount of money. There's like this big block of just dollar dollar bills, y'all. And he's like, okay, the first person to take or the last person to take their hand off the money, uh, uh wins the money, right? So essentially, like you need to keep your hand there at all times. And I'm like, bro. How could how could you lose at that? I mean, really, you got a million dollars sitting right in front of you. He's getting up now. Or are you just gonna lay back down? Come on, man. I'm I'm working. <laughs> I'm trying to work. Come on, bro. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. You're just you're just gonna chill, right? Bro, 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 bro. <laughs> Stop. He just stopped my recording, bro. Come on, man. Oh, wait, no, is it still going? I guess it's still going. Never mind. He pressed the button. Come on, man, what are you doing? <laughs> but anyways, yeah, the the whole the Mr. Beast thing, right? It's like, how could you lose at that? You got you got a million dollars sitting in front of you. All you have to do is keep your hand on it, you know? Like just don't take your hand off. Like I bet I could probably win at every Mr. Beast challenge. I don't but I say that even though I don't know what all the challenges are, but uh, I don't know. I'm sure I could win. Like there was there was one came up on my recommended on YouTube, even though I've never watched any of his videos on YouTube. I've, as I've said, I've seen clips of other people posting his stuff, but I've never seen one of his actual videos. Uh, but this one got recommended to me where it's like it was like a hide and seek game or something like that. And it's like, oh. I guess like the last one standing, like the one who who the last person to get found wins like it was like $2,500,000 or something crazy like that. I'm like, dude, I would kill at that. Hide and seek, let's go. <laughs> I'm a pro at that game. But I, I mean, I haven't played in a long time, so I, <laughs> I don't know if my skills have transferred over, but I was I was God at hide and seek. I was godlike. you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I just feel like I would win at every Mr. Beast challenge. I mean, really? If it's if it's you don't take your hand off the money and you win it, dude, I would I would kill at that. I'll call up my homies and be like, dude, I got a million dollars on the line. If you help me with this, I'll give you I'll give you a portion of it. Can you can you bring me some DoorDash? You know, if it, if it gets to that, I don't know if they actually fed the people, <laughs> and I don't know how long it took. Like who knows? It, it, they could have had a winner in like two hours or something like that. But I'm just thinking, really, if there's money on the line, right? A million dollars is on the line. If you really want a million dollars, okay, you would just keep your hand there. You know what I mean? Like, that's all you have to do. So, like, I just feel like it would go on for, for days probably, you know? Because everyone could just ask their friends to bring them food. And, you know, and if they don't, then they're not your real friend. Okay, he's coming back. <laughs> Come on, just lay down. Just chill. You're cool. Don't don't get on the laptop again, okay? Because uh, you kind of you almost messed up my my podcast, okay? But anyways, um, but yeah, all you gotta do is win a million dollars, and if your friend doesn't give you the food, then they're not your real friend, okay? <laughs> 
And then when, when you win the money, ultimately, you could be like, well, you're not getting the money. If you would have helped me, I would have given you the money. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, yeah, there's that, that's, that's a little bit of entertainment, right? There's some sort of story going on. There's a challenge. There's something that you, that you watch, you know, and instead of like sleep. Why are you watching someone sleep, dog? It's, it's just, it's weird. But do you want like pets or something like that? Is that what you're doing? Don't, don't mess with the laptop, man. My laptop is already on its last leg. You good? Come on, just sit there. You're good. So, uh, I, I watched Stranger Things. I don't, did I, did I, no, I don't think I talked about it, but, uh, yes. Yeah, so Stranger Things, Stranger Things season four came out. I finally watched it. I watched the whole thing, volume one and volume two. And, uh, I gotta say, I mean, it's not my favorite season, but it's definitely a good season. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's better than three. I know a lot of people like three. A lot of people think season three was the best season. I bet to differ. Season one, in my opinion, is probably the best one, followed very closely by season two. I love the first two seasons. Season three was was pretty good, but I think season four beats season three, in my opinion. I, I thought season four was was pretty good, and uh, there he goes again. Um, but yeah, it was... But I do have some uh, some issues with the season. So, obviously, uh, spoilers coming up. Uh, but I mean, come on, the, the show's been out for like, what, three or four weeks now. So if you haven't watched that, that's kind of on you. You know what I mean? So um, but k- kind of my thing is that for season four, it seems like the other storylines, other than like the main Hawkins one with like a majority of the characters, it just seemed like the other ones were just like really boring. And it just seemed like that they tried to come up with creative ways to keep it somewhat interesting and it kind of just made it feel like it was prolonged, right? Like, I think the whole Russia line, even though I love the Demogorgon fight between Hopper and the Demogorgon, obviously, and and all that, and also, like, the Demogorgon fight with um, all the inmates, uh, that's really cool, too. But it, it just it feels like that the Russia storyline could have been ha- only half the season, and Hopper could have come back earlier. But it just seemed like that they kept dragging it out longer and longer and longer, and so it's just like... Okay, yeah, now they're in, they're still in Russia. You know, it just sort of seemed like the same stuff, you know, and it was sort of the same thing with the California group. You know, L's storyline was was interesting because there was development in that, you know, like that that was a good storyline too. But like when with like the whole Mike, Will, Jonathan, and Argyle storyline, it just seemed like they kept rehashing like the same shit over and over and over again. You know, it's like every single time we went to the California group. Mike was always talking about how he's like, oh, if I had just said I love you to Elle, she would have wanted me to to be with her at this Nina project thing. And I'm like, dude, really? If I'm being honest, that has nothing to do with it. I don't really think she had a choice of who she could bring with her. You know what I mean? Because like, you know, it's just like, it doesn't involve you. It doesn't involve you at all. So like, they're like, there's no need to bring Mike along because, like, what what the hell is he going to do? This is all about just her getting her powers back because she's going to spend most of the time in that bath anyways. So it's like, we don't need extra baggage just hanging hanging around. You know what I mean? And also, she was taken in the middle of her prison transport that you couldn't be with her that way anyways. So it's like, unless you wanted to go to jail with her, there's honestly no way they could have brought you, you know? Because it's like... It's not like if you said, I love you, and they, they came to uh, arrest L or whatever. She's like, oh, well, can you arrest Mike, too? I want him to be with me in jail. They'd be like, well, he didn't do anything. So, no. Also, you don't get to make demands here. You're kind of a criminal. <laughs> so, it's like, you know what I mean? And, and so, like, I, I just, I don't think that I love you had anything to do with it, you know? It just, it really didn't. But, yeah, it's like... Mike kept bringing that up. He's just like, dude, if I had just said it, maybe maybe she would want me want me with her. And Will the entire time is like, dude, that's not true. You know, like like L L knows how you feel about her. And he's like, yeah, but if I had just said it, she would want me with her. And he's like, no, no. <laughs> and I felt bad for Will the entire time. You know, I've I've been feeling bad for Will since season one because it just it feels like the Duffer brothers just absolutely hate Will. You know. It's like that that kid is is just made to suffer in this show. You know what I mean? It's like 
there's always something bad happening to him. Okay, first season, he gets abducted for the entire season. You know, he's in the upside down for the entire season, literally hunted by a a monster for the entire season. Okay, season two, they're like, hey, you know what? Let's not make him happy. Let's have him possessed. That's a cool thing. So let's make him possessed. Oh, by the way, he's going to be throwing up slugs as well, and he's going to have nightmares. (laughs) So that's another cool thing, you know, to, to have this poor kid go through, you know, and then like. They finally re- released this demon from inside him. And um, then in season three, they're like, oh, well, you know, how about we let the mind flare still kind of torture him? You know, like he gets like these little these little like spasms or something like that. He gets he gets the little goosebumps, you know, because the, the evil is coming around, you know, and he, he always feels terrible. <laughs> it's like, dude, get the kid a break, you know? And then, oh, also, not to mention, uh, he's having issues with his friends because he just wants to play games with them because they don't think anything bad is going on at this point. And they're all like, uh, no, Will, we don't want to play with you. <laughs> what? We're not, we're not nerds anymore. Are you serious? Come on, play, play Dungeons and Dragons? Are you kidding me? Come on, we're not kids anymore, you weirdo, you loser. And then the next season, they literally join a high school group about playing Dungeons and Dragons. And it's like, um, wasn't the whole thing last season about you guys like growing up and you're not playing those kids games anymore and then you're playing it again, but now you're just in high school. Oh, and then you only start playing it after Will leaves. <laughs> so it's like, oh, now that he's gone, now, now we're interested in playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> it's just like, there's the so mean. And then of course, you know, Will's having his, uh, his proper full-on gay crisis for the entire season because he's trying to to tell Mike how he feels, but like he can't do it because Mike is thoroughly in love with L, and he has to constantly remind Will about it. Because as I said, every single time we see the California group, he's always going up to Will, and he's like, "Dude, if she had known, if she knew that I loved her, she would want me to be with her." And he's like, "Do you have any idea how 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 much that hurts me every time you say that?" <laughs> Every time you tell me that you love this girl, a piece of me dies. But you know the Duffer Brothers don't care about that because they hate Will. <laughs> the kid, like I said, the kids just made to suffer. I mean, I, I, I wonder what else could this kid possibly go through in season five? You know, like really, what, what sort of what sort of new terrors are they going to bring to the table for this kid next season, for the final season? Because I mean, this is the final hurrah, dude. The biggest trauma this kid is going to go through is coming up in season five because they're like this is our last chance to just let all hell break loose on this kid okay (laughs) like there was um like for season four there was a lot of theories going around about um about like who's gonna die because apparently um they're like oh you know there's there's quite a few bodies in this in this season you know like quite a few people are gonna die even though like i mean yeah but like they made it sound like a lot of main characters were going to die when really none of them did. Cause I mean, like once again, spoilers. Okay. Final, final warning. I'm going to say who died theoretically. Okay. So spoilers. So the only like main character that like legit died was, was Eddie. Okay. And he wasn't really a main character cause he was just introduced this season. So he was a main character for this season, but he's not like one of the OGs. You know what I'm saying? The only, the, the only other one that, could be lumped in on those bodies of the season or something like that would be max. But like, I mean, come on, we know that she's going to come back in season five. They're going to find some way to bring her spirit back or something like that. Cause clearly her body's alive. Right. But there's just nothing head empty, no thoughts, head empty. You know what I'm saying? And that's because she was taken by, by Vecna, like her, her soul or whatever, her spirit, whatever you want to call it. Right. It's been taken by Vecna. So clearly they're going to find a way next season because why else keep her alive if they're like, she's going to die anyways, you know, or she's already dead. So clearly there's going to be a way to bring her back. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to lump that in with her being dead because it's like, she's not, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like when Infinity War came out and all those superheroes died. And then they're like, oh, by the way, in phase four, the first movie coming out of Spider-Man. And it's like, well, hold up. Spider-Man died in Infinity War. And you said these deaths are final. Even though, I mean, come on, was there really any doubt that they that these heroes weren't going to come back in Endgame? I mean, really? I mean, come on. After I finished Infinity War, like even while they were dying, I was like, I didn't feel bad at all. Because I'm like, there's no way they're actually killing off half these people. They're coming back. 
you know what I'm saying? Not to bring in Marvel into this, but it's sort of the same way. You know, it's like clearly Max isn't dead, so I'm, I don't feel too bad about it. You know, though, bro, I was I was feeling a little emotional when like she was dying per se. You know, in that in that house and Lucas, fucking amazing actor, bro, was like putting on a show, and I was I was feeling for Lucas. I was like, dude, like I feel bad for this guy. <laughs> but um, but anyways, as I was. Well, I was talking about going back to Will and like the, the theories of people dying. I kind of thought Jonathan was going to die because I just, I don't know. I kind of thought that he would die trying to save Al from the, the military, which by the way, is the military kind of resolved because I mean, they kind of were just there and uh, they didn't get L and then the season just kind of ends. You know, one of my beefs with this is that it feels like a lot of loose ends were left open, but uh, I'll get to that in a little bit but um but yeah so i thought jonathan was gonna die right just because i thought somebody had to die because I'm, I'm trying to think of like when they say like oh quite a few people are gonna die i was thinking like maybe two or three maybe four people are gonna die so i was trying to like figure out who were gonna be the ones that were gonna die right and eddie was one of them like i knew eddie was gonna die from the get-go i mean come on you it's always like the new character that gets introduced that season is usually the first one to go you know Case in point, Bob from season two. I mean, come on, let's go. Uh, so yeah, so I thought Eddie was going to die. I thought Jonathan was going to die. Uh, I thought all the kids were safe, so I, re- I was really not ex- uh, expecting Max to actually get got, theoretically. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, when I went on Twitter, there was other people making theories, and somebody thought that Jonathan and Joyce were going to die, which I was like, there's no way Joyce is going to die. I thought Murray was going to die by the Russians or something like that. But uh, but he survived, and I, I'm kind of cool with that because I, I like his character. But also, I was like, you know, it wouldn't surprise me though if Joyce and Jonathan died because I mean that would be like the ultimate like fuck you to to this poor kid Will. It's like dude, we're we're just gonna kill your entire family essentially. <laughs> I know that technically Elle is now your your sister, and then we know Joyce and Hopper be be fucking so like hopper's gonna be your dad but i mean they're not like your blood relatives so but but we're, we're just gonna murder your entire family so we're gonna kill off joyce and jonathan even though i still didn't think joyce was gonna die but i was i wasn't i wouldn't be surprised so now i'm like they're probably gonna get got in season five that's probably gonna be the biggest thing biggest uh trauma to this kid is they're like hey final nail in the coffin or they're just gonna kill will because <laughs> clearly i guess the kids are not off limits to to kill off because like like max even though she's not really dead but yeah you know it's just like (laughs) i just really don't like will and i just i feel so bad you know because it's like yeah everyone has their little bit of trauma but it's like it's it seems like will is always the one just in utter and complete emotional physical and mental pain you know what i'm saying like there's always something wrong with this kid and I, I just like, dude, come on, spread spread the trauma a little bit, you know, spread the trauma to the to somebody else a little bit, you know, <laughs> or just get rid of the trauma. Like you don't have to traumatize the kids. That's that's an option, you know. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was my whole thing with like Will and, and the the other storylines because it, it just felt like that they were prolonging it, and um. It's also crazy with like the loose ends and everything because it's it's like it's they had a lot of ideas for the season. Clearly, it was like double the length of a normal season. You know, all the episodes were like an hour twenty minutes. The finale was like two and a half hours and stuff like that. And so, like, you had a lot of time to to do stuff, and they did a lot of stuff. But still, at the end of the day, it seemed like there was a lot that was kind of like open ended. You know, like the the whole military thing. I was like. So for the entire season, the military's after L, right? There's like that general or admiral dude or whatever. I, f- I forget his name. But, you know, he's like L is a, is a weapon. We need to take her out. You know what I'm saying? And so they follow her to this secret lab where she's trying to get her powers back. He's in the base. She blows up the helicopter. They take L out of there. And so obviously the dude is still alive. The general dude. He still thinks Elle is the villain because she didn't really redeem herself in front of him. So he doesn't know what she did. She does, He doesn't know what happened. And they just sort of like forgot about it. You know, the season just ended. 
And I was like, what about the military? What about this general dude? The guy who literally tortured some of the dude horrifically, which honestly, I don't even know what was really going on with that torture scene because it seemed like they just put him in a metal locker and then just heated it up. So he was getting burned. But um, I mean, was that it? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It's not funny, but it's just I I don't really understand. Maybe I'm just not up to date on the on, on torture procedures, but I just I don't know what that torture was really supposed to be. You know, like the hopper one where they would like closed off the airway, like clearly, you know what that's all about. He can't breathe, you know, and they're like punching him and stuff. But I don't know about the locker thing, you know, because also like when he came out, it looked like he was like beaten up or something, you know, and it's like. Why does it look like you got punched in the face when you were just sitting in a locker for an hour or so? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But either way, the general was so hell-bent on getting L, and then he just, what, give, gives up? He's like, damn, she blew up my helicopter. Well, I guess I guess, I guess, guess we're calling it quits, you know? I guess we I guess we did our job. We finished. Um, we're going to let L go. You know, it's, it's cool and everything. I don't know. Like, What? What happened? But I guess maybe they're going to come back. You know, maybe maybe they're, they're going to continue their pursuit of her next season because maybe they're going to blame her for literally making Hawkins go to hell. You know, I don't know. Okay, um, there was a few other loose ends. Like, what what, what were some other? Because I was thinking about some other stuff. Oh yeah, like Vecna, technically not dead because like yeah, Nancy blew him out the window with a shotgun, but then like when they go outside and go downstairs, he's gone. So clearly bro is still alive, but they're just like, peace out. We're done. You know, they're like, they're acting like all, all is fine. You know, at the very end, like they're hugging each other. Like, Hey, what's up, bro? Yeah. You know, there's a huge ass gate to the upside down, literally spanning our entire town, but Hey, you know, what's up? You know, everything's cool. We did our job. No, what? Also, like, yeah, the gate is open now and, like, no one, it just doesn't seem like anyone, it doesn't seem like anyone is too concerned about what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are just, like, moving out, you know? And then, once again, like, when everyone's reunited at the end, no one is, like, oh, my God, this is crazy. There's a literal portal to another dimension, you know? Like, it just didn't seem like anyone was too worried about it. Like they, they go to the the school to have for like that um relief camp or something like that, and people are just like, uh, you know, we're looking for some people who went missing. And I'm like, do you guys are you guys not tripping about the fact that a literal portal to another dimension is just open, spanning your entire town, and none of you are very concerned about that. Like really, I, I just I don't know. I just like. <laughs> My theory is that season four and season five is like a two-parter series, you know, kind of like Infinity War and Endgame, not to keep bringing it up, but okay, we'll, we'll switch it up to something else. Maybe like um, Deathly Hallows part one and part two, right? But it is more so like Infinity War and Endgame because my theory is that season four is essentially supposed to be like they lose, you know what I mean? Like the heroes lose the, in season four, right? But then they ultimately win in season five because clearly i guess because vecna has to come back because he's not dead and he's supposed to be the big bad of everything so that's what i that's my theory my theory is that it's a two-part thing season four is a part one where they lose and season five is part two where they ultimately win and so they're going to close the gate somehow vecna's finally going to get got and i I don't know what's going to happen to the town i mean who would want to live there I would like, dude, if I, if I was living in this town with uh, blissful ignorance, right. Of this upside down thing. And all of a sudden this huge ass red portal opens up this big X. Okay. To an evil dimension. Even if they close that, I'm not moving back. I mean, I would have moved out the day after it opened. I'm like, I'm not staying here with this evil dimension. Just open in my backyard. Are you kidding me? And then I'm not coming back. So it's like, how are they, how are they going to rectify the situation? Like, how are they going to like close the gate and be like, oh, now you can go on with your happy lives. Don't worry about another giant portal opening up, even though we've had like three portals open up in this town <laughs> in the past three years, you know? So I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm kind of curious as to how they're going to fix the situation, you know, and Because, dude, that town is dead. I'm sorry, but it's just dead. No one's going to want to live there anymore. 
I wouldn't live there anymore. If you do choose to live there, I got some questions for you. I'd be like, what? why do you need to stay here? Like, what is, what is keeping you here? Are you not worried that this literal evil dude can pop into your head and then kill you and then open up a giant portal to an, an evil dimension? Is that not bothering you at all? I just, you know, it's also funny that like after, at the end of the season, you know, now that like the portal is open, I would be like, hey, dude, to hell with the secrecy crap. We're going to like, I'm talking about the heroes. Like, I w- let's just tell everyone what's what's really been happening. Because like, it's clearly not a secret anymore. It's just open for the entire nation to see. So I don't understand why people still think that Eddie Munson is uh, the murderer. You know, because I'll be like, he's not. Vecna is. He was from that dimension and he would possess people and uh, kill them. And I mean, what are you going to do? Deny it? You just found out yesterday that the portal even exists. So like, how about you stop pretending that you know anything? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's really my word is probably uh, more accurate than yours. So I don't know why people are still like, hey, it's crazy this portal opened up. But no, we still had a a, a typical normal serial killer uh, loose in our town, you know, who like really messed these people's bodies up, you know, like broke their limbs like crazy, you know, I don't know. It's just kind of funny. And it's just like, it just seemed like they kind of swept a lot of stuff under the rug. Cause also like, yeah, there was that, there was like that part where Dustin tells, uh, Eddie's uncle that Eddie was a hero and he's, he's, he's dead and all that stuff. But like, like I said before, like everyone still believes that he's the murderer and that he's still like loose or alive somewhere. And it's just like, are you, are we just not going to acknowledge the truth now that there's a giant portal opened? You know, like, how about you, how about, how about you, if you don't believe me, how about you go through that portal and you see for yourself how messed up it is, you know, and tell me if it's really not plausible that an evil entity from this world killed these innocent people. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's just, I, I, it's a good season. Okay. It had its, its good moments, but I feel like a lot of stuff was left open-ended and, it could be because things are going to be answered in part two, but there's also there's also some things that I feel like should have been answered in in season four, like the the Eddie thing. I'm like, why do we need to wait for another season for that to get fixed if we're even going to acknowledge it? Because something tells me we're not going to acknowledge it. You know what I mean? But I don't know, man. I don't know. It's good. It's good. It's a good season. If you haven't watched it, definitely watch it. And if you haven't watched it, I don't know why you're listening to this because everything just got spoiled for you. But regardless, even if it is spoiled, it's still a good season. You should still, you should still watch it. And if you haven't seen this series at all, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Get on that shit. It's my favorite series, so you know it's got to be good. Your boy is a, a movie maker. I know what a good movie and show is when I see one, okay? But yeah, that, that's, that's my thing on, on Stranger Things. I guess we can, uh, oh, wait, no, hang on, hang on, we got some news coming in, so I am going to Vegas, okay, I'm leaving this weekend, I'm hyped for it, um, we got confirmation that we were actually going, we got the tickets, and uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm hyped, my first time going west of the Mississippi, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever been west of the Mississippi, and if I'm being real, I don't know how you know, I don't know exactly where the Mississippi goes, cause, cause like I've I've been to Chicago, but that's not, that's still east of the Mississippi, right? I'm not good at geography, but the point is, is that like, I think Illinois is probably the most west I've ever gone, you know, or Tennessee, either one of those. I don't know which one's more west, but um, yeah, so I'm going to Vegas. It's my first time going over there. It's gonna be crazy. Okay, I'm hyped as I as I keep saying. Um, but yeah, th- what I'm not looking forward to is the weather over there. Okay, like you know, I'm I'm from Florida, I'm in Florida, right? So I'm used to heat. I'm used to warm weather, right? And so it's like it's been like in the 80s, high 70s uh, here in Florida, like all summer, which is hot. 
Okay, it's it's still it's hot. Like, dude, I, I stand outside for like three minutes and I'm like, it's like I just jumped into a pool. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I would for whatever reason I just didn't really bother to look at the weather because I'm thinking, yeah, you know, Las Vegas, California, L.A., all those places over there, they're it's about the same weather, right? Because also if you look at a map, they're kind of they're a little bit more north than Florida, so I'm thinking Florida's got to be one of the warmest places, you know. But then my friend, she hops into the the group chat, our Las Vegas group chat. She's like, oh, by the way, make sure you dress appropriately. It's going to be like 102 while we're there. And I'm like, I beg your pardon? Go and check the weather. Sure enough, during the day, it's getting up to like 102 degrees, like every single day that we're there. And then, you know, we're also planning on doing stuff at night. And so you may be thinking, oh, okay, well, at least it's going to be cooler at night because, you know, it's the desert. Usually you, it's like extremes, you know, it's like really hot during the day, but then like really cold at night. No. You know what the coldest it's going to be at night? Out of all the nights we're going to be there, the coldest night, you know what it is? 94 degrees. 94 degrees at night. Like midnight. The coldest it's going to get is 94 and I'm like, what? 94 degrees at night. How? How? How is this even possible? <laughs> There's no sun. So, like, I had to, like, basically rework all the fits I had planned for this. Because, like, I'm... I know you you may think I'm crazy for thinking about wearing pants during the summer. But, like, I had these pants. Like, I had a bunch of pants that I had planned. I'm like, dude, it's going to be looking tight. You know what I'm saying? And then I had, like some like breathable shirts because like obviously I knew it was going to be warm but I didn't think it was going to be that warm you know and so I had to rework it so now I'm now I, I'm bringing shorts to wear during the day with my with my breathable shirts that I got going on they're like these button up they're kind of like Hawaiian shirts um, but yeah it, it's going to be really tight but I'm still bringing the pants for like night events because we're also we're going to a nice restaurant so you know you got to wear pants for that not jeans though okay we're not doing that um, yeah, so for like the night stuff, I'm going to be wearing pants, which, hey, it may be, it may be a mistake. 94 degrees at night. Maybe I shouldn't be even thinking about wearing pants, but you know, I got, I got to, I want to wear pants. <laughs> I just think pants look better in terms of, of fashion. I just, I like pants. Like shorts are cool, but I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm not, a, okay. I'm not going to say I'm not a fan of shorts because I like shorts, but Usually, usually fits look better with pants. That's just, that's, that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Fits look better in pants. So yeah, so I'm, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Like I said, so we got some stuff planned to do. Um, like I said, we're going to some nice restaurants. We're going to be checking out the strip, uh, going to the casinos. I don't know. Maybe, maybe your boy's going to play a little, little poker, a little blackjack. You know what I'm saying? Um, I really need to learn how to like. I know how to play poker, okay, but um, I gotta I gotta get good at it because like I'm it's not I'm not nearly even like a, a an amateur at it, you know. Like I still need to have the list of like like the order of uh hands that you can have, like which one is better than the other and stuff like that. Like I I kind of have a general sense of where things are. Like I know full house is like one of the top hands that you can have, but it's not the top. I think. Was is it a royal flush is like the the best one or something like that? I think a royal flush is the best one, which is essentially just um all the face cards, you know, like in order. So you got to have like ten jack, queen king, and an ace. Like I think that's a royal flush. I think that's the top one, but I may be wrong. Okay, I know like I know certain hands like a, a flush is just cards in order, but of different suits. I think like they can be different suits. I think a straight is um, numbers of the same suit or something like that. I don't know. I also could be getting all these wrong. Full house is three of a kind and two pair. Full house, three, two. Um, then there's like two pair, three of a kind, a pair, um, and then like a, a high card. So like if you don't have any of those, like whatever your highest card is, like that's the hand you have. So if you don't have any pairs, any two pairs, straights, full house, what a, any of that, but you have like an ace, that's your hand. It's, it's a high ace, you know? And so like 
but I still need to have the list of like the hierarchy of like which ones are is better better than the other because like I kind of get fishy around straight and flush and full house like I don't know which ones are which you know like which one is higher than the other and I don't think if if you go to an actual casino like at Vegas I don't think you could bring like a, a list of like the hierarchy of cards they'll be like what are you doing you can't bring that here I don't know maybe they won't care but maybe they'll be like okay this guy's a sucker so we're going to bet big cuz this guy's going to going to match us probably cuz he doesn't know how to play. So I got to get good. You know, I got to get good. But maybe maybe I should just memorize the hierarchy and so I can come in looking like a pro. You know, come and be like, "Yeah, dude, I I've been playing tons of poker, you know. I feel like I have a pretty good bluff. Pretty good bluffing bluffing face, you know what I'm saying? But also like a bluff doesn't really do you much good if somebody has a good hand <laughs> like usually when i when i'm when i play poker like um i usually play poker on this uh on this game because most people i i know don't know how to play poker um and like i'm not a weirdo and i have like poker night and stuff like that you know <laughs> i'm just kidding that actually would be cool having a poker night i wouldn't mind doing that but um there's like a game where they have poker within the game that you can play and so like uh recently when i would play the game if i i was bored i would hop on the pokers i'm like i might as well learn how to play and i found out that i love poker playing that and that's that's probably not a good thing knowing that you love gambling <laughs> but i don't like gambling i don't like giving money i just like playing the game i just like playing cards and so um but obviously like bluffing doesn't really do anything because they're all like video game characters so they all have a face like a normal face so essentially everyone's bluffing right so the only bluff is just you betting. And they're like, they must have a good hand because they continue to bet. You know what I mean? But yeah, like usually if I have a good hand, I'm not giving up, you know, because I'm, I'm probably going to win. But usually I don't. I still I still lose. Like there, there'll be times where I have like a flush and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, dude, this is this is a good hand. You know what I'm saying? Like I, this is one of the top tier things. And then like when we show our cards, like the other dude has like a royal flush. And I'm like, well, you know, just my fucking luck. Okay. When I get a good hand, somebody else has one still even better, you know, or like I'll have a full house and I think that's good. And then like the person has a flush and I'm like, are you kidding me? Right. But then like, I'll play another game where like I, I, I let myself out when I have like a three of a kind. Cause I'm like, yeah, obviously somebody has something better than that. And then the person who wins, is just like a high ace. And I'm like, if I had just stayed in and continued to bet, I would have won because three of a kind is higher than a high card. <laughs> See the dilemmas of uh, gambling? See how easy it is to lose money? <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I find poker more fun than blackjack. Um, I find most people know how to play blackjack and rather play black blackjack. And it's probably because it's probably the easiest thing to play. It's just you're trying to get as close to 21 without going over. And whoever is the closest wins, right? Or, or you're like, you're trying to beat the dealer, something like that. So as long as you're higher than the dealer, you're good, right? Is that is that it? I don't know. I'm not that good at blackjack because I don't play blackjack a whole lot. But um, but yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to gamble. I know my friend is going to gamble because she likes gambling. But, you know, I'm just like... I'm going to be broke anyways by the end of this trip. So why make myself even more broke if you can even do that? <laughs> like if I know if, if I know I'm going broke by the end of this trip, which I know I'm going broke at the end of this trip, I might as well uh, use the money to actually get something in return. Because if I'm going broke, I want something in return for going broke. And playing poker is you're not really getting anything in return for going broke other than the thrill of playing the game. But if you go broke playing poker, you lost every round. So now I'm pissed that I lost the game. And now I'm doubly pissed because now I lost the money as well. You know, like, I can't imagine the feeling of having actual dollars behind these poker chips. You know, because, like, it hurts me when I play this video game when I don't even have real money in it. You know, it's just virtual money, you know, that has no real value. And when I lose, the dealer comes in and, like, grabs my chips off the table. And I'm like, $200 just... Just whisked, whisked away in a second, you know? I had $200 sitting there, and then in a second, it was somebody else's. <laughs> in one motion, in one swipe, that $200 was gone. 
And it's just, it's not a good feeling. So I can't imagine the feeling of having real cash behind that. Imagine having real $200 behind these poker chips and somebody just, whoop, just swipes that shit away. Like, yep, thank you for the $200. <laughs> it's kind of like, um, and it's kind of like lottery tickets, you know? I've never bought a lottery ticket. For whatever reason, when people turn 18, buying a lottery ticket is like the first thing they want to do. I don't understand that. I, I've never wanted to, well, okay. I've thought about buying a lottery ticket when I was younger because I'm like, yeah, the idea of potentially winning a million dollars for just buying a piece of paper seemed pretty lit to me. But um, but then, I, but like, it's never really been like a thing because like usually you lose, you know? Like I don't, I don't know anybody personally that has ever won the lottery. Like there's, there's no one that I know that won the lottery. So it's like, I don't know. Maybe I'm secretly lucky, but I just will never know because I'm, I'm never going to buy a lottery ticket. But yeah, I just, I never, I never, I never really got the urge to buy one. Right. Um, but people in my family still do. And like just recently somebody went and bought a lottery ticket and I, I don't, I don't know how much lottery tickets usually go, but it's not like they bought it for like 15 or $20 or something like that. Is, is that like a lot? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's cheap. Maybe that's normal for lottery tickets. But just like when they said twenty dollars, I was like, "Dude, a lottery ticket for like in my opinion, it should be like a dollar. You know, it's, it's just like a piece of paper that you just scratch and then you throw away because it's like you didn't win. You know, you're not gonna win. So it's like you're just buying the paper, and I could just buy that for a dollar. But they said twenty dollars, and like they they won like five dollars, and I'm like, okay, good. You got five dollars back on your investment. You're still short fifteen. Okay. <laughs> You you just you spent twenty dollars to get five. Like imagine making that deal. Hey, I really want those five dollars, so let me give you this twenty and you can give me that five. Sound like a deal? It's a good deal for them. So it's like maybe I should be on the other end of that lottery ticket. Maybe I should be the one taking the twenty dollars and saying you didn't win. Or saying you just won five dollars. Cause now I'm getting fifteen for every person that buys a lottery ticket, and that adds up to a lot of money. Maybe I should get into the lottery business. That honestly, that sounds kind of lucrative. But doesn't? But I think most part of that money goes like into the lottery pot, right? Right? Is that? I don't know how the lottery works. I just know you win money. That's all. That's the only thing I know about the lottery is that you win money. But um, but yeah, it's just I I, I don't know. I've never been a fan of gambling. When it comes to real money, you know, like um. Like if I have a poker night with some of my friends and we just have poker chips and like there's no real money behind it, I really don't give a shit, you know, like I'll I'll bet money because like I'm not really losing any money, you know, because it's not, there's no real money behind it. It's just representation of real money. But yeah, but if I were to gamble real money, I don't know. I don't know about that. No, I don't know. I I wouldn't want that. (laughs) But yeah. So I'm going to Vegas. It's going to be lit. I'll tell you all about it when I come back because uh, you already know I'm going to have a plane story because we're <laughs> I'm, I'm flying Frontier. I'm trying to go as cheap as possible, dog. Okay? Because I was not prepared for plane tickets. Okay? Like when my friend, when she brought the idea of going to Vegas, um, she put out like a budget, right? She, she brought like this entire itinerary of like things that we're going to do and prices and stuff like that. And, um, she's like, oh, you want to allocate like this amount of money. Right. And she, <laughs> she said 500 to uh, $1,500, right. is like the amount of money that you should, uh, save up for this trip. And she's like, and this is, this is including plane tickets. And I honestly kind of thought that was reasonable. Right. I'm like, yeah, th- th- there's no way plane tickets could be a lot of money like that that amount of money, you know, I'm, I'm thinking plane tickets is probably like maybe a hundred dollars, you know, to round trip. (laughs) And maybe it's because I don't really know prices of plane tickets that well, but, um, yeah. So I I looked it up and like, I'm hopping onto, uh, you know, Delta and United that I usually fly. And, um, they're like, Oh, a one-way trip is $600. And I'm like, pause. It's how much for one way? is $600. (laughs) So you're telling me (laughs) that for round trip, not including baggage fees, okay? 
for round trip. I'm paying twelve hundred dollars. So with if I if I allo- if I save the max amount that my friend put of fifteen hundred dollars, right? <laughs> so I'm only gonna get like what um, three hundred dollars to spend. Which I don't know. Maybe that's a lot in Vegas, but but no, it's actually not because I I did price setting up, and if I had bought like um. If, when we go to Vegas, like we, in the itinerary, she put all the prices of everything. If you were to add up the most expensive stuff, like if you paid the most out of all the ranges and, and all that stuff, because there's like a restaurant where it's like the entrees are between like 30 to $70. So I put in a 70 just to put the max and stuff like that. And things where it's like, oh, the buffet is like um, $35 per person or something like that. I put 40 just to just to give myself some breathing room. So if you do all that, it's it's gonna end up to be like four hundred dollars. So you're gonna be a hundred dollars short with with all that. And I mean, <laughs> I was not expecting that. So um, I, I went to a, a cheaper airline, Frontier, and um, we got some pretty good deals on that. I guess uh, compared to Delta and United, it was it was it was pretty good. <laughs> it was significantly cheaper, which was nice. But yeah, I'm definitely going broke after this trip, dog. But you know what? It's kind of worth it, okay? Never been to Vegas. Never been west of the Mississippi. It's for my friend's birthday. We're going to live it up. We're going to party down. It's going to be nice, you know? Live it up, party down, you know? <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. So my PC is dying, so I'm going to wrap up the episode here. Whatever you guys are lis- listening to this on, make sure to like, subscribe, and follow, and leave a review. All that really helps me out a lot. Uh, follow me on social media at Real J Lines on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And follow this podcast at Line on Main on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And yeah, that's it for the episode. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Love you. I don't know. Do I? Peace.